Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and today we're chatting with my friend Jason Elkins. Jason has a very powerful story, and he actually lost his job and started a business through having coffee meetings. And he calls uh, cold calls the punishment for not hosting weekly coffee meetings. And he is just, he's got a fantastic story of how he have built his business by meeting with people over coffee and then the relationships that has been built over that time. He's, I took a lot of notes here. He says, um, sales is more relational than transactional. And he says that you have to have a network. And our mutual friend, Dan Miller, who actually introduced us, uh, has what's called, he has called a 3 a.m. list. Those people that you could call at 3 a.m. that would take your call and help you through whatever you're going through. And this is essentially how Jason has built his 3 a.m. list by having coffee with people. And that has turned into incredible friendships. And he says that uh, people do business with friends. And that's so true. And I have my business is built on relationships and business is relationships. And if you want to learn how to essentially revolutionize your business, what Jason teaches will do that because he, he just comes at business as more of a friendship and building a relationship with somebody first. And then the transaction can come at some point, but this is such a powerful episode. You're going to learn a ton. If you want to um, follow Jason, go to 100 cups.coffee and he's all about to launch a new membership called listen 70.com. Listen 70.com. And I bet that has to do with it. That he says, you need to listen 70% of the time and talk 30% of the time during these meetings. It's so powerful. But here's my episode with Jason. Jason, welcome to Streams of Income. So glad to have you. Thanks, Ryan. Glad to be here. Awesome. So we found each other through Dan Miller. Uh, Dan, yeah. he recommended uh, 100 Cups Academy. And I started reading it. I'm like, man, I'm immediately intrigued and signed up for your class. And so we'll, I would definitely want to talk about that, but you have such sure. an awesome story. Uh, so just, oh, man. and I love hearing people's stories and it's so fun because there's a lot of knowledge that can be pulled out from, from folk stories and things that we can learn from what other people have gone through. Sure. So we either, either don't make the same mistakes or fast track, you know, essentially like, you know, fast track our success by listening to other people's stories. Or another thing it does is helps us believe because there are people that, might just really resonate with your story and be and thinking like, man, you know, he's about my age or from yeah. my area, or you know, he's just a guy like me. And if and if Jason can do it, it'll give people belief in their own, you know, in their own power to to do it as well. So stories are powerful. Yeah, I totally believe that. Um, I totally believe that as well. And it's fun to have mentors, even even people that we don't necessarily know or yeah. or you know, just uh, authors and, and people that have gone before or paved a way that we think is interesting. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all about the story and, and, and the work that I do. Story is so important, too. So <laughs> it is. Sure, well, tell me sure. about yours. So so um, I was uh, I've been in sales or marketing my uh, basically my entire career uh, started out in, in staffing years ago, uh, which is a really good place to cut your teeth on relationship building and sales it's a double close you're, you're wrapping up the candidate uh-huh. and you're wrapping up the client yeah and there's a lot of nuances and a lot of things that can go wrong on either side 
of that mm-hmm. equation. You know, the, the employer makes a change or, uh, you know, you're, you're, if you're selling vehicles, it's not like the car's not going to show up, you know, or right. decide that, that the commute was too far. Right. Yes. So, um, so that was really, really good training uh, for that. And I, I did that for, um, gosh, almost 15 years mm-hmm. and, and enjoyed it, but I got I kind of started experiencing a little bit of uh, burnout. Um, mm-hmm. And, some of the people that I was working with that I saw were making a lot of money were also not necessarily the most ethical. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and that's a, that's a, a, a business that um, if you're not really careful can easily lead you down a pathway of, of ethics concerns. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're making, telling people about changing in their big lives and, or their, make big decisions for their lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a job is in the, usually a top four or five things that we think about. Right. As we're, as we're um, on this planet, as we're growing. Right. So um, to make sure that everything goes smoothly in that uh, you, you got to be really above board all the time. And, and the people that I saw that were making a lot of money were the, some of the most uh, challenging in that respect. Mm. So, um, and that, that combined with some, some burnout, I just felt like I needed to get out of that, that industry um yeah and and i started looking for jobs in the area i'm in i'm north of nashville in a a city called hendersonville it's Mm -hmm. kind of sort of used to be a bedroom community of nashville uh, a lot Uh of commuters and um i saw a contract on the table of a client that i was trying to pitch services that i was working for Uh and it was uh for web and and networking sales yeah, in my backyard, and I was driving like an hour one way to work. I was thinking, man, I, this sounds way better from a just a location standpoint. Yeah. So, um, so I started calling those guys and just wore them out until they gave me an opportunity to to come and work for them. Um, yeah. Okay. And they they were kind of the eight hundred pound gorilla website company uh, mm-hmm. in in our town. They did like the government contract stuff and and mm-hmm. a lot of nonprofits and. Um, and it was, it was going well. I thought uh, I'd been there for uh, about three years, um, mm-hmm. primarily doing sales. And they had talked about single threading all the sales through me uh-huh. and, uh, walked in, um, walked in one morning for a meeting. Boss called us all in and called me into a meeting with his partner and their lips were quivering just a little bit. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, it was kind of one of those, you could feel the energy in the room wasn't great. Yeah, and uh, they said today we're letting you go. We're letting a designer go and making some shifts in the way that we do business. Mm. They had partnered with a different platform. Yeah, and the platform was supplying leads. And okay, if I was in their spot, I may make have made that same decision. So um, hindsight's a, a really good, uh, uh, really good lens sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, but but in the moment that was a that was a challenging thing for, for me. Sure. I really liked the sales aspect of it because I knew that I was helping people and businesses grow with these website launches. But the thing I didn't like about it was the, once the sales over, you're, you're done. It's a, yeah. Yeah. You you know, you spend a lot of time building relationships. Yeah. And then they're just gone. Gone. (laughs) Yeah. Connected. So, so we were, even at that time we were bringing in like newsletter marketing discussions and, Uh Social media was just becoming a thing at that time. Yeah. So we started doing some lunch and learn stuff. And I loved that. I love the education process and 
providing this massive value on top of what they were already paying for. Yeah. So, so I had an, I had a thought that maybe I could do that. This is literally happening in real time as I'm driving home. I'm not sure what this is going to look like. And then I walked in the door and my, my wife was like, why, why are you here at, you know, nine 30 in the morning? And Oh no. I said, well, I I told her the, the situation and she said, um, she's got some interesting spiritual gifts. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she said, I saw this coming, which yeah. I didn't. Yeah. She said, I saw this coming and probably time to start that thing that you've been thinking mm-hmm. about or this other thing that makes you happier with this work. Um, yeah. So you had so, already been thinking about like in the back of your mind, been thinking, Ooh, I'd like to do, was it the newsletter stuff you were talking about? Yeah, or what, yeah. what was on your heart that you was already kind of brewing in the background? that that uh i felt like we could help more help these companies more than just this one yeah sliver of marketing yeah, yeah. and that um she knew that i liked i, I st- still talked to some of those guys and she knew that i liked the people that i was working with yeah but i think she knew that i was a little bit may- maybe not quite happy with the future there it was kind of like okay well you know uh, and being a, a salesperson for a web company is not a bad gig. And, sure. and, you know, I didn't, I don't, I never looked down my nose on that, on that job. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea of helping people more was really that, that was the kind of idea that was resonating. And it was more like, so, what can we do as a company? You know, I didn't really think, oh, I should go out and, and do this thing on my own, but yeah. Wow. But I, I uh, yeah, thanks. Um, I was, she's been a, a really good, uh, support structure for me. And, yeah. and I think as entrepreneurs or, or if you're business minded, um, having that support is important. And sometimes we have to buy that, right? We, we maybe hire a coach or, or something. Yes. Um, but, but having that internal is, is, uh, is a key, uh, success factor. I think. Absolutely. I'd also say probably looking back on it now for, you could probably say the Lord was preparing you. Yeah. Um, he was ar- already preparing your wife. She just hadn't told you that yet. Um, but you already had ideas for the next step that you yeah. thought you were going to implement in your current company, but then now you have an opportunity to do it on your own. So, you know, God is just so good, Jason, you know, this, that, yeah. He sees the future and we don't see it. And he, he has plans and ideas and he's already got the way prepared before there's a problem. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you can look back on that now and see that at the time it's probably, Oh crap, what am I going to do? Yeah. Um, but he was yeah. already preparing you. For sure. I'm getting chills. Just thinking about it, that. I was, I was working on a, a blog of my own um, yeah. that I called transparent Christian magazine. Uh-huh. And I, I have had felt, and I still feel that faith isn't what happens on a Sunday morning. That yes. really, the, the way that you impact is just by being your full self right. and, and treating the people around you uh, in, in the best way possible that you know you would think in God's eyes. Right. So, so, so I, I had, and I had developed a little bit of a reputation. I didn't have a ton of, uh, I didn't have a great, great network at that time. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but of somebody that at least could be trusted. Yeah. And, and so, and, and I had this idea, I didn't have a lot of money in the bank. We didn't, we didn't, we weren't really preparing for this. Like you yeah. said, God was preparing us, but I've been working on this magazine and, and kind of coordinating people and 
having guest authors and doing some writing of my own and kind of understanding the power of this, um, the web that was in not just a website, but the stuff around it. Yeah. And um, I had this idea that I really didn't want to go back to work for somebody else. Yeah. Um, and I decided uh, this, this idea was maybe if I just had a hundred cups of coffee uh-huh. in a hundred days with a hundred business people, yeah, I would maybe not have to go back to work for somebody else. Wow. I had, that was a God idea too. Um, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Well, but, and if you break it down, it's like a quarter. Okay. You got a quarter to figure this out. Yeah. You know, if this, if this could, if you can run with this or not. And uh, so I, I started, I started having meetings with, yeah. with people. Was that when you started doing that, was the goal to hopefully one of these is going to offer me a job or what was your, um, what was your approach with those? And, and now I know what it was going, yeah. through, going through your academy. Um, doesn't have to have an agenda just to get to, get to know this other person and things are going to happen. But um, what was your goal um, at the it, beginning? The goal wasn't to get another job. The goal was to find not, another Sorry, job. you already said you yeah. didn't want to get another job, but yeah. you wanted to, no, like, but, to kick off this new company. Uh, yeah, enough projects. I started going, okay, if I could charge 40 or 50 bucks an hour for blog writing, yeah. which I had been doing a lot on my own, and yeah. newsletter marketing, which I had been using some newsletter stuff to, to promote the magazine. And we were also doing some stuff at, at my job job. Mm-hmm. And if I could, if I could help people do that, if I just had enough of those folks, yeah, I at least wouldn't have to go back and, and take a job job. And, and Ryan, mm-hmm. I, I had been through a lot of startups. Yeah. Like I always seem to find, you know, these places in chaos for some reason and, and <laughs> go to work for them. And I don't really think the job that I had necessarily was like that, but I had a lot of things that, that looked really good on paper, sounded really good, but maybe were a little chaotic. Yeah. Um, Mm. And and just having the idea that I made money for all these other people, yeah, I just need a fraction of that to make it for myself, exactly, and I'd be able to to, to control my my destiny. Yeah, more. exactly. So, so that kind of at the core, that was that was. So it. Were, you, were you really strategic in who you invited to coffee? Like, think people that you thought would be potential clients. Yeah. Um, yes and no. The the the, and even in in my class, I teach this. Right, you're going to have one shot, one kills where you roll in, they have a need, you have a solution and, and yeah. things are going to work out. You're going to get a deal. But by and large, um, what you need is a network. Mm, so true. And even in the staffing stuff that I had done, I realized there was a lot of times that the people that I was were interviewing for other jobs were really skilled. Some were uh, senior level folks, but they were company men or company women, meaning that they spent all of their time and efforts focusing on supporting that organization. Yeah. If that job ended, which they do sometimes without uh, it's not even our fault. Sometimes mm-hmm. um, they didn't have the network to plug in anywhere else. Mm. So I really felt that if I just knew enough people, I would be able to figure out, if I just had enough relationships. I'd be able to figure yes. it out. It, and it's funny. You mentioned job. The first meeting I had uh, was with a guy named Kevin Anderson who ran um the sales for 94 FM, the fish in town. Uh-huh. And this is before because Christian radio station This is before they had any digital offering. And he said, I would hire you today to sell airtime, but you will probably be miserable. You've been doing this web stuff. And that's really, I think that's where you're, you want to go, but I, I'll just let you know if you, 
if you try this for a while and things don't yeah. work, you know, yeah, come back. And that was a little bit of a safety net. Sure. Yeah. To have that. I, I'm strategic in, I love meeting with people that have some influence. Mm -hmm. So I don't really care what industry necessarily, or mm. I'm not like, oh, I got to meet C CEOs or mm -hmm. people, business, business people of some influence because yeah. that's how you expand a network. Yep. Um, that was about as strategic as I, as I got. So. Wow. Um, so you decided let's have a hundred cups with a hundred cups of coffee with the input and some influential people. And what, what started happening? So after about, <laughs> so in like the first couple of weeks, uh, I wrote a, I wrote a blog and posted on this kind of a really ugly website that I built myself. Uh-huh. And about this idea, the Hunter Cups idea, and I got a call from the newspaper in town saying, "We want to feature you as the entrepreneur of the week," which was hilarious. I didn't have any clients, you know. Awesome. I said, sure, sure. <laughs> so um, I had a friend take some pictures uh, of me at Panera with a coffee cup and my computer, and yeah, and answered some questions over the phone. <laughs> and this article published like two weeks, two or three weeks later. Wow! Um, and I got a phone call from an old client. Mm -hmm. from the web stuff that said, Hey, we're trying to figure some of the stuff out. Um, can you come and talk to us? And yeah. I did that. Um, and then uh, I, I was networking with a pest control company that I had met through a, a job thing that we ran mm -hmm. um, at the old company. And they were looking to get into digital or trying to get away from yellow pages and stuff like that. And yeah. trying to transition. I mean, I say that now it sounds funny, but just 10, 15 years ago, this was, revolutionary that's how yes. we advertise is, is yes yes billboards tv um newspapers yes so so they asked me to come in and talk to them and, and my first client was a pest control company that wanted to take a shot at this digital stuff and mm -hmm. i i helped them for years um mm -hmm. they ended up being a, a really good uh good organization I'm still friends with them uh now even that's even so as, cool this, this far away. That's so cool. So as you're like having coffee, I imagine it comes up. Hey, Jason, what are you up to now? Um, I'm just lost my job. Um, <laughs> and uh, just trying to start this new business. And I mean, because I'm at, you're not like sitting there. I know you're in your your academy. You talk about you know people do business with friends. So it's not like you know you're you're trying. These are not. I mean, they are sales type things, but yeah. it's way more casual. It's a What's the bottom? I love the bottom. This is what Dan mentioned at the the event. I remember this now. The your tagline at the bottom of your emails that uh let me see if I can get this right. Um something about cold calls is uh the punishment for not having coffee meetings. Yeah, that's it. Not having weekly coffee meetings. That's it. You nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, I would much rather um it's a little bit easier to say now because I, I've I've been through some uh you know, I've got business, obviously, um, but I would much rather have a really good relationship with somebody that has a good network that understands what I do than just a yeah. one shot, one kill kind of kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, as an example, through those meetings, uh, I started like meeting with people, and then I would post about them on my social media platforms. Yeah. And people love being part of a winning team. These are things that I learned later or during. Yeah. You know, I didn't have this grand vision that I was building a system here. Mm -hmm. um, but people like being part of a winning team. So just seeing somebody that's out doing it, I don't think I'm working particularly harder than any other entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, but it's more visible. 
because I'm talking about it more on social. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and now we understand that. But at that time, that wasn't really people were still trying to figure out if they needed a Facebook page or yeah. right. needed to use this this new stuff. Um, yeah. But I, I, so I was always promoting other people. And so you're serving first. You're coming at it with the yeah. service mindset. Yeah. And and I was also willing to give information away. Um, that's one of the uh, principles of uh, 100 Cups Academy is leading with your best. So I was always willing to, if they had questions, I'm not going to say, hey, that's something that you pay me for. Yeah. And and, and I know this is a little controversial in the yeah. coaching world, yeah. um, but they're not going to, you know, if they do take an idea that I give them and, and they run with it, great. That's fine. I'm fine with that. They're not going to get everything from me in an hour, no. you know, there's, you know. 40 minutes or whatever. So I would lead with my best stuff. Always try to just give really good advice, mm-hmm. uh, be there for them if they had questions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But some of these relationships were starting to have ripple effects where yeah. like I met with, I met with the sales guy. He, he sold for uh, Kevin for the fish. Well, all of his clients are small businesses that were trying to figure out social. Wow. So he was going and he, he would call me and say, Hey, I got another one. Uh, they need your help. Can you come in here and do some That's so awesome. do some work for and for him, you know, I'm not rolling in there going, hey, don't do radio. Right. Yeah. I'm supporting him. Radio still works today if, if it's yeah. done right. Yeah. So I'm supporting him mm-hmm. and making him look good and at the same time getting some business. And he wasn't looking for a spiff or anything on the back end. He was yeah. you know, he was trying to make sure his clients were happy and helping a buddy. So awesome. Um, so that stuff that stuff happened a lot. It's it's really um yeah. So, and, and on paper, that's the that's kind of the nuance here. Mm-hmm. On paper, he's a salesperson for a radio station. That should not yeah. be a contact for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The contact should be the owner of the business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but his pocket, like the pocket of people that he knew, all needed my services. Yeah. So yeah, that was good. a light bulb moment. So did you know him before? Yeah, I knew him. He, he was, uh, we networked together at uh, the Tennessee Christian Chamber at that time. Yeah. Are people the first, uh, for, for folks that um, go through their first hundred cups, are they um, primarily reaching out to people that already kind of know, or are they making yeah. cold calls like, hey, Jason, Ryan, you're here. Love your hundred cups academy. My friend Dan Muller heard about it. Um, hey, I'm going to be in town in Franklin next week. Um, I know you don't know me, but would you like to grab coffee? Is it some of those types of things too? A, a few. Not That's yeah. that's the that's like second level, third level stuff. Yeah, when, yeah. when you're first getting started, and especially if you're kind of trying something new, the other thing is you need to make sure you're listening more than talking. So mm-hmm. the 70-30 split, I always suggest yep. people listen 70% of the time. Yeah. So if you're meeting with me, it's going to feel different than if you're meeting with somebody else that's selling blog services, newsletters, mm-hmm. stuff. I just want to help you so bad yeah. that I'm going to give you this information and try to just be a support structure. That's so awesome. And, and that yeah. really... And I've always felt that sales was was more relational than transactional. Yeah, Ooh. and I know I'm a little bit of a, uh, maybe a little bit of a, uh, um, uh, maybe an outlier in that sense, especially early on. Like it was all about get the deal, hustle culture. Um, you know, close it. You know, use these lines. I never yeah. like that stuff. Yeah, I, I've always I always hated that that kind of sales training. Mm. Um, so for me, it just never really resonated with my personality. And also like, um, I'm not six, five or six, three, uh, you know, uh, I didn't come from a bunch of money. Like I had to figure all this stuff out and I'm, I'm up against people that, you know, the cheerleader or the, the jock or whatever yeah. that 
And those people I would be friends with in real life, but we just didn't see business or, or yeah. relationships necessarily the same. Yeah. So there was some nuance there that um, just leading with the relationship first mm. has really served me well um, over the last decade. Yeah. So would you just be like simply just build that relationship and let people know what you do because exactly. they may become a client or they may know somebody. Now tell exactly. me in those meetings, are you as bold as to say, not that this is bold necessarily, but um, are you saying things like, you know, do you have anybody like, Hey, I'm just starting my new company. I'm looking for people that I can uh, bless with my social media skills. Yeah. And I want to help these types of companies. Do you know anyone? Are you having those types of conversations in those coffee yeah. meetings? Yeah, sure. Sure. But if, if you think about it, uh, that's not my first state. Sta yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. That's something that I would ask at, at the end of a, of a meeting. Yeah. What didn't we cover today? Is there any other yeah. questions that you have that I can help you with? Um, yeah, that's good. What do you know that I need to need to meet with? Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned this, you touched on this, but I think it's important. I always start with the circle of people that mm -hmm. you already kind of know that are in business or mm -hmm. that you've met before. And what I got is I got a sheet of paper and I started writing names down and then I would call them or send them a message saying, I want to get to know 15 people better this year. Mm. And you're on that list. Yeah. Would you have 30 minutes to chat with me? 90% yeah. of the time they're going to say yes to that. Yeah. It's very unobtrusive. Yeah. Not like, Hey, I'm going to be disappointed if you don't buy from me today. Right. <laughs> it's not yeah. that. Right. And the you, you go that. there and you, you buy them coffee. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because you invited them to that meeting. Yeah, and and Good. there are people that you know that would roll in and like fight me for that or whatever. And you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn down a free cup of coffee. But usually, yeah. I'm rolling in there first. So sure. And that was the other. That was kind of a financial thing, right? I didn't really want to have a bunch of lunch meetings. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially getting started. <clears throat> Yeah. Although my Starbucks bill is pretty high, probably. So, you know, that's another thing. Just in case you remind me, you're talking another thing that Dan mentioned here at this of Innovate event that your name came up again. Was there apparently he said there's a book called The Latte Factor or Latte Effect about a guy who's more of a financial guy that was saying, you know, if you saved, you know, if you're used to going out to Starbucks and spending $4 a day and that's, you know, $4 a day times that's through $120 a month over five years. That's X amount of dollars that you could have saved. Dan says, well, what if those were coffee meetings? Like my friend Jason Elkins has, you <laughs> were actually, he said, maybe you even like how that is so valuable. That $4 that you spent on that coffee, maybe yeah. you, you even spent eight because you paid for the other guy's coffee. Like, is that, is that cause he was talking about it in the context of his 3am list which I'm sure you've heard him talk about, which I have. are all the people that you, who, who could you call? Who do you know that you could call at 3 a.m. and they would stop everything, probably sleeping, but who would like wake up to talk to you, yeah. whatever problem you're going through. If you needed 10 grand, they would say, here it is. You don't even need to pay me back or don't even ask you why you need it. Those types of friends. Um, and so that was the context. And he talked about your, your cups of coffee and how that, that book may be right financially, but man, that investment of that, time with that person and that coffee is worth way more than that four or eight dollars that you're going to get because you know how much you think of all the business you've gained yeah just by having those relationships yeah 100 100 agree with that yeah. the yeah. It, and it is an investment in yourself really isn't it it is yeah and and the more people that you're connected to and the weird thing about having a network is it comes out in odd ways. I I get calls from old clients or 
you know, hey, uh, where do I donate a couch? Or who has a, you know, hey, I, I've got this thing that I want to give away. Or, or uh, man, we got this old car that, like, do you, is there anybody in your network that could use that? Or, oh, yeah, there's like this shelter that I, I, I met with the owner a few years ago. Maybe yeah. she would, you know, those kinds of things. It's really, I when when someone hires me as a consultant or a coach or mm -hmm. on a project, they're not just getting me. They're getting the benefit of this entire network. I call that yeah. white white noise value. What can I add yeah. in addition that's going to separate me from mm. from competition? And so good. Yeah, the, this this stuff just has ripple effects the, the yeah. more that you connect. And I, I do want to I want to say something about the introverts that are listening to this going, oh, no freaking way. <laughs> I gotta, that's crazy. This is crazy talk. Right. Uh, some of the biggest success stories um, that I've received from people have been from some introverts that uh, inter and, and really it's not necessarily a shyness. It's that they don't get energy from people. Yeah. So if they feel equipped walking into a network meeting, what networking meeting or equipped having a conversation where they can actually be quieter, mm. they don't have to always be selling. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah, game, game changer. changer. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, the extroverts don't think they need it. Anyway. Right. In a lot of a lot of cases, you know. Mm. So for those that um, let's just go ahead and plug what you're doing. I want to get in and talk about how you've turned that into a system. Sure. So you actually have a course, and you're thinking about doing a membership. Um, so it's how how can people? We're not ending the interview here, but because I want to ask you another yeah. question here, and then go into what the academy is. But people can find you. Just we called 100 Cups Academy, correct? Uh, 100cups.coffee is my okay. main website, I and it. I. I just launched a listen70.com, which is the membership um, site that I'm, I'm building. It's actually, I built it on Mighty Networks. Uh -huh. uh, so if you want to go there and learn more about me, uh, it's got the same information as my website. The website eventually will be decommissioned and okay. everything will be at this this new place. But um, yeah, listen, L-I-S-T-E-N, the number 70.com uh, is the other. Perfect. Place. Well, quick question. So when you are yeah. um, having coffee with these folks, um, you're, you're obviously your goal is to build a relationship. Um, what are some of your tactics uh, or strategies to stay in touch with them? Because it's probably not, hey, we haven't had coffee, you know, in two months. Maybe it is another coffee meeting, but I imagine there's other things that you do to keep sure. that relationship going. What are some of those things that you do after you've had that in first initial meeting? So um, I have, uh, we have a, I have a system that I put people's names in. So I've got like mm -hmm. a contact system, but it's really interesting when you have a relationship with somebody, you don't need to be reminded to call them as much. Mm -hmm. That's, that's been a real strong realization if, yeah. because it's, we're building friendships really. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and if you're genuinely like helping people, those people feel confident calling you and asking you for a piece of advice or yeah. some support, or maybe we just want to share something. That's good. And there's something, something about trust building too, Ryan, that I'm, I'm really leaning into where if I've got a relationship with somebody, mm -hmm. there's like the inside jokes that happen mm -hmm. where, um, you know, you and I might share memes about uh, streams of income or a hustle sure. culture being yeah. weird or whatever those things are. That's not the same things that I would share with my uh, brother or mm -hmm. uh, another entrepreneur that I do business with. Like yeah. there's something about building trust when you start to connecting on a relational level. That's right. 
where we can share things that are relevant to that person. So um, a couple things I do in the onset to build those build trusses is the listening thing for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm talking over you. I'm thinking to myself. No, it's all good. Um, uh, and pretending everybody that I meet has a sign in their head that says, make me feel important. Mm. So I want to ask them about themselves. We're our favorite subjects. So yeah. um, I want to make sure that I'm getting kind of at the heart of what makes them tick yeah. and what they're, what they care about. Mm. Um, and then giving them the best advice that I can. Uh, I have a follow-up system that's every time I meet with somebody, they're getting a text within 24 hours. Mm. I, I want to make an introduction as part two. So if there's somebody in my network that, that I know could help them or that they could help, I yeah. want to be the first to step up and say, Hey, the two of you should meet. And here's why. That's good. And then there's a follow-up a uh, week later, typically with um, some, some, I try to look for some industry advice that might be helpful for them. Mm. So uh, um, talk Walker, if your audience wants to look that up, it's basically like Google alerts. It's a free system where you can enter information into talk Walker about concepts or um, industries or even name people's names. Uh-huh. And it scours the internet and will send you an email with that information. No way. Is yeah. it T-A-L-K or T-O-P? No, that's right. T-A-L-K. Talk Walker. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And they have a paid membership for a lot of things, right. but this is their this is a free offering that they give. Wow, I've never even heard of this. I'd probably I, I, miss, Molly missed that uh, lesson when I went to your academy where you talked about that. Yeah, it's it's been um wow. Yeah, there's one thing I think we talked but you know I've, the conversation could have gone sideways and, and maybe we um maybe I missed that. But that that is that has been a really good tool because I can reach out to clients, friends, people that I know and say, Hey, did you see this? or this will be relevant to you. And That's and I do this with, with, with clients. Sometimes they're somebody will mention them or they'll get published in the newspaper about something they did, but they didn't realize that it was that part of the newspaper that did that or whatnot. Yeah. So I'm the first one to send them That's incredible stuff. Yeah. So it's a great way to, to just continue to build. Wow. 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 Yeah. Love it. Well, yeah, um, what I, what it's amazes me is that you obviously you've done that for, you've done this for yourself. That's why I think it's a God idea that now, um, I mean, it works. And then you've turned yeah. this into a system that others have found value in and pay you and me included to go yeah. through an academy. So talk about what 100 Cups Academy is. And because um, we've just touched on just a small little bit, yeah. you have like a whole list of thing questions that you can ask and, yeah. you know, how to run this, how to how this meeting should go. And it's super valuable information. I really appreciate you saying that. I, I, um, when, uh, Dan signed up. I was like, you know, he's been a, uh, somebody that I've looked up to. I heard him speak over a decade ago at yeah. Tennessee Christian Chamber. Like, dang, this guy can run this thing. You know, it's, yeah. it's like, like he knows, he knows all about uh, networking. And he was so gracious and, and kind during that. But Dan is a, Dan's a learner and he would he tell, be the first to tell you that he doesn't know everything. <laughs> um, no, and he's willing to pay for courses, mentoring, coaching for yep. people that have a certain niche or know something that he doesn't. So he is definitely that way. So uh, that was a that was a good realization for me. Not there's not an arrogant bone or or a ego bone in that not dude's body. Just so sweet, and like he even bought like popcorn. Front, like there was a popcorn seller in that group. First thing uh-huh. he did before he even had the call done, he had a uh, or anyway. So this I it's a four that. weeks series. Yeah, and I walked through the steps of um, why, and then the how, 
to do that. Mm-hmm. And everything, like you said, from what questions to ask, this is where the introverts benefit, really. It's what questions to ask, how do I end the meeting, yes. you know, if things are going not the way that I would like them to, um, all of that stuff. So, yeah. so I had to re-engineer what I did uh, and then put this together in this four-week series. It's just an hour a week. Um, and Dan's offering it right now through the Dean Intensives mm-hmm. um, on his his platform. Um, and his is pretty inexpensive to sign up for. It's a really And the course is significantly discounted because of that. Yeah. So that's a great way to catch it. Um, and I've got, uh, there's a subsidy right now for businesses in Tennessee mm. that are taking this class as well. I got plugged into this relationship again. Wow. When the pandemic hit, uh, the state was looking for programs that would help small businesses. And this is one of the ones that they selected. That's so awesome. <laughs> so they, gave, they said, you could charge full price, charge people a percentage. And we'll pay the rest. And we like, okay. Sounds wow. Great Let's make this specific to them, to small business owners. That's incredible. Um, and I think that money ends this year. Um, I'm going to run these quarterly. Okay. And uh, I've got one going with Dan's group right now and one with the uh, Tennessee Small Business Development Center yeah. right now. Uh, the next one's in a few months. Um, yeah. I'll give you specific you said The dates. Tennessee Development money, that runs out at the end of 2023? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so for specifically earmarked for this this program, it's probably that's probably one or two more classes uh, for me yeah. for the year. Mm. Can you uh, put a bunch of now on our class that we had? There are maybe fifteen people on that call. How many do you like to keep it limited to? It's about twenty or less. Okay. Twenty is probably the the, the max. Um, and uh, I think one of the classes I have right now is like six, which is pretty small for um, for me. But the yeah. nice thing with that is that. I just, uh, I just get to know them better, you yeah. know, and they yeah. get a little bit more specialized, um, specialized sure. for their particular That's business. Good. So. That's but good. yeah, and, and there's an alumni group that I'm working on, uh, developing right now. So anybody that goes through that is going to be able to jump in a mastermind with me that wants to keep this going, yeah. uh, keep the learning, keep diving into how to develop better relationships and then incorporate all the stuff that I'm doing with marketing and social media and, and digital mm-hmm. so that they can continue to benefit from not just the sales aspect of it, but also how to use uh, these meetings and uh, mm. the projects that they're closing and how to talk about them on digital. So people understand. Yeah. That. So That's kind awesome. of uh, combining the um, what I did and then mm-hmm. with some of the projects that I do now, I do coaching and consulting for digital marketing. So okay. it just really starts to incorporate both of those together really nicely. That's so good. Um, so I know before we hit record, we wanted to talk about memberships. We said yeah. we want to talk about the membership side. And um, I mean, I, I have till three o'clock, um, but that okay. doesn't, let's, uh, uh, we can keep that in the podcast or we can talk about this privately, whatever you want to do. No, I, um, I would love to hear what your questions do you have about it. And then also just know that I'm happy to jump on more calls to talk through sure. it and go do, do a deep dive with you on that. But yeah, I think there's definitely potential of turning this into a monthly recurring thing yeah, where you're not so involved in the day-to-day of it. Yeah. I like that idea. I've got a, a really nice team that I'm building as well. Um, there's been some people that have gone through that are just incredibly passionate that mm-hmm. like are um, almost pushing me faster than like, I'm ready to, to, to launch because they see the value of continuing to develop relationships with others. Yeah. So, so um, uh, we're, I'm in the process of launching that and, 
talk to me about pace for you. How mm-hmm. how do you keep up with um and and people ask me this about 100 meetings which seems silly to me like I've had I don't know 5000 I don't know there's been a lot like mm-hmm. so how do you keep up with the pace of of a group? I'd love to hear your your thoughts. Yeah. On that. <clears throat> so I've learned a ton from Shane Sams who's also a friend of Dan's um and so he talks about the three C's, content, community, and coaching. So for you, it would be that, you know, the core content of your academy is the content that you teach in the in those four-week sessions. Yeah, That could be, um, I know there's a ton of value. I mean, it's worth way more to be able to be on a Zoom call with you and 15 other people, but that's not very scalable. Like if you really want to get help a bunch of people, you're just going to have to do class after class. You could just book, you know, I got yeah. group A at 10 o'clock today. Group Another group B, group D of 20 people starts at 11. Group C is at 12. And you could handle a bunch of people that way, I guess. But that would just run you ragged. Yeah. Um, and so with a membership, your core content could be that the guts of the membership. It's the the main stuff. Everybody goes through this. Then you've got the community, which you're familiar how that works because you're a part of the Eagles group with Dan. Um, And then the coaching is usually, um, you know, it could be whatever you want it to be. It's, uh, you know, Eagles is a perfect example. You've got the Monday mentor calls and they have the Eagles office hours. Now, Dan doesn't do any of this by himself. He's got a team. But if you're doing it by your, if you're doing it by yourself, literally it could be a couple of Zoom calls a month with you. Um, uh, but just know that you don't, uh, with my legends group, for example, I have a couple of Amazon coaches that run those two, those twice monthly webinars because they are in the trenches of their Amazon business and mm-hmm. are um, staying more up to date than I am personally. And sure. so they are way better qualified to run those meetings. And so for you, um, it could look as simple as this. So you've got your content already done. So that's in there. That's the main thing that's, that's done. You know, you you might add to it as you learn new things, or you do a yeah. new webinar. It adds to the core content. Oh, it's always um, evolving, evolving. But then, um, so the but you if you started right now, you've got you've already got your core content done. You just got to have your community, which you have mighty network. So that's a place where people can converse. Mm-hmm. And then, as far as you asked about the pace, what what does it look like to run a membership community? Well, essentially, you just got to you know have either you or have somebody is tasked with making sure all questions get answered. That could be at the beginning, that could be you popping into the group for 30 minutes a day and checking mm-hmm. it and making sure every question is answered. Mm-hmm. And then what are those, what's that added, what's that new content going to be every month? Is it going to be once a month, ask me anything session? Is it going to be an interview with one of the, your students about their story and yeah. how they're using this? And then an ask me anything session is it going to, I mean, typically things I've seen are ask me anything sessions, new, some type of new training, um, some type of, uh, maybe an interview with somebody. Those are what I see. And it just depends on, um, you know, how often you want to do that. It could be once a week, once a month, twice a month. So that's really it. So I'd say 30 minutes a day, you'd have a VA in the background doing some of the admin stuff, approving people into the group or kicking people out when they stop paying, um, customer service, a VA would handle that for you. Your time, a few minutes a day in the group, answering questions, and then those monthly, twice monthly, once a week webinars that you would do. Yeah, that's perfect. That's actually um, when I laid out the question. I like the three C's. That's really that really helps me pinpoint 
Yes, thank you for that. Um, yeah. uh, Mariah, Mariah, thanks, Shane. Uh, Mariah mm-hmm. Young is, is really interested in, in kind of helping uh, uh, some of the um, the community building as well. She'd be a great and, moderator for you. And literally, yeah. you could just task her with like, make sure all the questions get answered, or at least like she may not know the answers, but she can say, Hey, this is a great, I know Bob would know the answer to this. Let's tag Bob in this thread. So Bob answers it, or she tags you if you're the best person, but it would just be somebody's, somebody's job to make sure everybody's taken care of. She'd be really good at that role for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really good. That that's, um, um, that's really helpful. I actually wrote out like, here are the first six classes. Like this could be, this could look like this. And, and you know, sure. I've got a, got a deep dive on LinkedIn that, um, that I've been doing as opposed to thinking about it as a job site. Uh-huh. Um, where are we connecting and how do we get around the uh, spammy intro and then offer mm-hmm. process that is yep. kind of running rampant on there. And right that now. could actually be its own course. In my opinion, the link oh, that's side of things could it be its own course. But that if you're a member of your group, you get it for free. Yeah, right. Um, and so you can make it to where, you know, I don't know what you're going to charge. Let's say you charge 47 a month, but the course is $97. Well, you might as well get in the group yeah, um, right. and you get the community and the support with it. Well, and let's talk about the pricing. If, if yeah. uh, I'll just be transparent with that. This is what sure. I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, uh, just kind of in the, in the thought of how I, I'm always looking to give back and, and the, to help others. One of the things that um, I wanted to do is incorporate a, a nonprofit su- mm. supporting a nonprofit. Yeah. And I've got a, a really good friend that um, works for convoy of hope. She, she ran the donor uh, mid mid majors for um, prison fellowship before. So she's, okay. she's been in this and she is phenomenal. Um, she would, she would talk to us about, uh, you know, the way that she's using relationships in her yeah. um, business as well. And, and, and fundraising, which is even another level If somebody's going yes. to give you money, not for a service or product that you're offering, mm-hmm. but out of the goodness of their heart, they, they better feel really good about you. Like, so, yeah. and so yeah. she's a master at that anyway. Um, she's working with convoy of hope now in Australia and they've got places all over the country that are all the world they support. And I want to support either a water well or mm-hmm. a coffee farmer. I'm looking for some, something Love that it. there's a little bit of a tie in yeah. there. So my thought was um, uh, 97 a month and then mm-hmm. a donation component yeah. going to one of these uh, organizations. I hadn't seen anybody really do that before. I thought that yeah. was going to make it a little bit of unique. So like a portion of that 97 would yeah, automatically yeah. go. I love it. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think <clears throat> I don't feel like I am the master at figuring out what pricing is. I just know I've been around long enough that I've seen that, like, for example, my membership, the legends group mm-hmm. is 197 a month. Now okay. I have a dollar trial to, for people to start. I saw that. Um, I was going to ask, ask you about that. Because it's a big jump to go from, you know, from uh, maybe Nothing. not knowing me yet yeah, to 197 yeah. a month, but yeah. people are willing to pay that because it's by being in that group, it, it grows their business. So it makes it right, worth right. it. Right. And the same for, sure. for this is like guarantee the stuff that they're going to learn from you is going to grow their business. And so I, I guess where I'm going at with this, like if you told me you're going to teach people how to paint, it's more of a hobby type of thing. Now people could sure. take those paintings and sell them and learn how to, maybe there's a component of your course yeah. where you teach people how to sell their paintings. Um, but I've seen usually the things on the lower end are the things where it's just more of a hobby type stuff. 17 a month, seven, 27 a month, $37 yeah, right. a right. month. 
but you're teaching somebody, they implement your stuff in their business. It's going to grow yeah. their business. So, Oh, for sure. A hundred dollars a month is, is totally in, within the realm of reason. Okay. And I would say that, um, you know, I would say make it at least 50 bucks a month. And so just because, um, uh, you know, anything below that, it's almost like they don't, may not take it as serious. You know, it's like, um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's true. a point where it's like, if it's $27, sure. You're going to, you may have a lot of people in there, but it's so low that they're, they may not even take action. So at a hundred dollars a month, it's like, well, you know, that's, that's a hundred bucks. That's, um, yeah. that's a little uh, bit of an investment. So yep. I want to make sure I do this and I take advantage of it and implement this in my business. So the big thing about pricing, it's not so much about what it, for me, it's what are people going to get out of it? What are they, what's yeah. um, the value, the value. Is totally yeah. there? Yeah. It's the value, not necessarily just the, that amount of money. It's yeah. what are they going to see? Like, what amount of investment is going to be there's going to cause them to say, I need to be involved here because I'm spending this much money. Yeah. Well, and I think as, as things evolve, um, as, um, technology grows and as we're being pulled in all these different directions, um, as chat GPT is invading the marketing space right now and yeah. like relationships are only becoming more important. I just feel yeah so strongly about this that you know yeah. if we just knew more people it's one or two relationships that can open the doors for an incredible business the fact that it is the fact that dan uh connected here has it's like it's changed it's changed yes. it's changed my business one one relationship it's incredible yeah yeah i don't know this guy yet but have you heard of this book no okay so the power of who he's a local guy to me i'm in the dallas fort worth area Okay. Um, he's a sports. He, I think he runs a sports agency business. Oh, cool. Okay. But um, he, you should get this book or at least learn about him. But he, he talks a lot about the same and same types of stuff. Where it's essentially like he would say you already know the people you need to know to do what God's called you to do. God's placed those people in your mm. life. You just need to let them. You just need to let people know what you're trying to do. Yeah. And they'll either become clients or they'll connect you to people. And so that's kind of the same way. I mean. Yeah, for sure. Talking about starting with your own sphere of influence already. So there's yeah. a lot of similarities similarities there. But it's just such a good book for those listening. It's called The Power of Who by Bob Bodine. Um, I need to have him a guest on my podcast. But the reason I thought about, about him was that um, when you launch your podcast, he'd be a great guest. But also, he, I don't think he has any back-end type course or membership so somebody like that, if you had a connection with him, yeah. you know what I should do? I'll try to get him on my podcast. And if I if it feels right, um, say, hey, you know, I have a, a friend that has an academy based on your content. I mean, not not based on yeah, his no, no. book, but right. it's very yeah. similar because yeah. who knows what could happen? You know, he may be like, oh, I want to know that guy. And heck, if he started sending business your way, that'd be kind of nice too. It'd be great. Heck yeah. <laughs> or if I could help him with... with uh... Uh, with whatever that's uh, and and the fact that he's been in the agency um or or kind of sports connection and and management fits right in there with with yeah. staffing it's it's really similar stuff there so for sure uh, what other Thanks. question i mean again we can talk more um after oh, the sure. interview what else what else about memberships do you feel i can help with well it's it's that and, and i really um what is how did you get to be where you are what were the is the 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 critical thing with, and it's like the world doesn't need another podcast. Like, I, and I've kind of been in my own head about this a little bit. Yeah. 
but the power of relationships is so um it's it's made such an impact for me and the people that i know that are successful it was the one tipping point or that one person or that one door open mm. and i'm really interested in tracking that as for, for a, a, yeah. as a podcast premise mm. so so your um how did you come to be where you are uh you do a lot of stuff it's not just one yeah. thing for sure so, can we talk about that a minute That's yeah it's people really it is it's the relationship so um people that are listening i have heard my podcast for a while they know this story but i'll, I'll make it short for you sure. um but essentially back in 2012 uh my friend and mentor jim cockerham who's big in the amazon space he had an ebay auction for a book called 101 free marketing which was a um a book about marketing ideas, uh, free marketing ideas. And the proceeds were going to go to Hope Village in Detroit. A friend of his has that oh. um, nonprofit organization. I woke up the morning of the auction and the auction included a 30 minute call with him and a whole bunch of courses from other people. So they joined in to hopefully raise a lot of money for this charity. Yeah. I woke up that morning um, and told my wife, we ha I just felt the, felt the Lord saying, you need to win this auction. Mm. Um, so I told her what I thought I, we needed a bid. It was $1,500, which at the time was a gargantuan amount of money for us. Sure. Um, and so she's okay. If that's what you feel like we need to do. So I, I bid and we won. And instead of a 30 minute phone call, I said, a gym lives close to where my parents live in Indiana. So I said, could I, could my wife and I take you out to lunch, fly up to Indiana and buy you lunch. He was so gracious. He said yes, but he paid for lunch. He spent two hours with us, and that Ooh. started a relationship that has been worth. I mean, not if you just boil it down to monetary terms. Obviously, it's way more valuable in the relationship end, but in monetary terms, hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah, um, wow. maybe more. And so um, that was the key one. And then learning about how to do Amazon. He told us about Amazon's FBA program, fulfillment by Amazon. And then sure, we yep. started selling small because we were selling furniture on Craigslist. And then we started selling smaller inside things on Amazon. And then I start, I wrote a book about how to source wholesale. And then, so I started getting in information. And then as I did that, um, then it kind of blossomed into the uh, the membership thing. I, I did some courses and I wrote some books and then it went from a course to a membership, but that that key relationship was kind of the tipping point for everything that from pre-gym was all selling furniture on Craigslist. And that was really good. The Lord blessed that business. Sure. Yeah. But we're no no longer selling furniture. It's been years since we did that. But it was that relationship there. So this this is um you're really confirming um that this concept is valuable and, yeah. and really motivating to other people too. Like yeah, for sure. Just in the fact that so this is you you shot your shot with this guy, right? You first of all, you you had to put the money up. Mm -hmm. That was a that was a big deal. And the fact that you in your soul needed to get a return yeah. <laughs> on the money. Yeah. So not only that, you flew to another location with mm -hmm. uh, your spouse. So like yeah. there was more investment there. Yeah. Like like you really that's a um God, uh, kudos to you. That's that's yeah, and the uh, thing. I didn't even. It wasn't even like, ooh, if I get with Jim, I'm going to someday write a book and create courses with him. That wasn't even on my radar. You just I felt even, it. You just. I just felt I needed to get in front of him, and that relationship would be awesome to have because he was somebody I'd looked up to over the years. Um, but uh, it was a God thing for sure. Is, that, yeah, for sure. Isn't it amazing that the people that we feel like are kind of out of touch out of our reach 
tend to be the kindest, yes, the nicest, the most supportive, the most willing to so true. to help. Gosh, yeah. you know, after 100 Cups Academy, I asked Dan for a coffee meeting, and yeah. he agreed and spent an hour unpacking his entire business. So, like, awesome. <laughs> like he guy, charges he charges thousands for that right right it was just it, you know just absolutely incredible it, yeah it's i love it what when you ask yeah my goodness man what a great uh what a great story thanks for sharing that oh. well jason thanks for being on the show yeah. this has been a unique episode where we're actually turning into a little bit of a question and answer about uh men- membership and stuff but i seriously i mean this let's um Let's jump back on when you're ready to talk okay. more about memberships. You want to do a deeper dive on anything or ask any other questions that you didn't get asked. Um, Thank you, man. I really it. appreciate that. And yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for thanks for being on here. I appreciate it. It's been great, Ryan. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.